lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. What is up, everybody? We are here back at it again, TM5 United. I know you guys missed us. I mean, it is what it is. It's off-season. We got holidays. We got a new year. It's 2024. Can you believe it? New year, but the same old Abner and David. But of course, I gotta I gotta introduce my lovely co-host. Abner, how are you doing? And it's 2024. What is up, mijito? 2024, man. That's crazy already, man. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. You know, um, dude, I think, you know, just like you, you know, just trying to make it through the Christmas, uh, New Year's. Uh, the sickness going around sucks. You know, we oh, hit, yeah. hit hit my family pretty good, so we were uh, we were struggling there, but we made it. So luckily, uh, thank God, we're all feeling better, and I hope you guys are feeling better too. Because uh, we have Isaiah's got a uh, um, indoor team, and dude, they were like dropping out like crazy. So, uh, but yeah, David, heard heard they got you too, man. Yeah, man, I was I was out last week. I had the fever, the chills, everything that went with it. Uh, it was pretty bad. But um, you know, I'm feeling better now, so that so that's good. Um, but yeah, Abner. So uh, I want to know before we get into all the recent Atlanta United news. Tell me, um, you know, for your holidays, how to go, and is there any unique traditions that you guys do? And one more thing is, I want to know is what was, uh, I guess, what was the gift of the night or a favorite gift Ooh. of yours that you got? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, man. So you know, um, being Latino, you know, we celebrated on Christmas Eve, stay up. You know, eat all day, eat all day. Tamales. Yeah. Tamales. And thankful for TikTok that we uh, we had a lot of games that we, you know, we played. So we bought a lot of little prizes for the kids and for the adults. We did, uh, uh, we started something new. We actually did a gingerbread uh, build-off. Um, nice. And the, and the way we did it, we randomized everybody. So it wasn't like, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, family against family. It was just everybody kind of randomized her. We found one on the online and just, so there was one group where it was like my brother and my son and, and my other nephew. And then it was like me, my wife and my nephew. So it was pretty cool. Um, you know, we all built it, put it on Facebook. A lot of people voted. So that was pretty cool. Um, one. Uh, I did. We did. Me and Courtney. No, look and, at that. Uh, oh, dude, that's, that's insider. <laughs> look, that's no, right no, no, that's cheating, dude. I Collusion. put the pictures up and I didn't tell anybody who it was. I just said vote A, B, C, and D. And you voted for all of us. So actually, yeah, you voted for any or something. And what Abner <laughs> forgot to say is that his vote was A and D. So they got two two chances to vote for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, then... Um, you know, we did the gift exchange. Uh, we do uh, Secret Santa in the family, and then we all give our gifts to everybody. So yeah, man, it was pretty cool. I think the coolest gift um, was uh, from my sister to my uh, my nephew and uh, to my son. It got us like um, I don't know if you've seen the app, or it has like a, your own workout partner with like basketball, soccer, or stuff like that. It's like a bright yellow ball, and you can do workouts with it. It tells you like what to do, like with soccer and basketball dribbling. So it's like a dribbling app and then you can put it on there and it records like, you know, your workouts and stuff like that. So that was, I think that was a pretty cool gift because it was just, you know, out of nowhere. I was like, oh, dang, like that's a pretty, uh, pretty cool incentive for the kids to, you know, go out there and train on their own. So that was interesting. That was, yeah. What about you, so man? I saw. Um, you, you, no, I was going to say you're going you're gonna to be crossing up people in 2024. Uh, not me. My son, the court. My, my son will. My son will, dude. 
Yeah, my son will. I, not me, man. I, I retired from the sport. Um, even though we needed to play again, that was that's always a good time. But no, it was it was good, yeah, man. Yeah. It was good. Uh, good nice. stuff. What about you, man? I I saw um, you had a pretty good surprise for your dad. Yeah. So um, so yeah, we did the same thing. Uh, you know, Christmas Eve. Uh, wait till midnight on the twenty fourth, and we've been doing Secret Santa now for uh, for the last two or three years now. Uh, just family gets so big. You know, it's just easier to just pick somebody. Then, of course, the kids, everybody gets the kids something. So we did that, had the whole Secret Santa thing. Um, that was fun. Uh, and just for everybody else who doesn't know, um, Latinos for uh, Christmas and probably New Year's and other select holidays, we eat tamales. Uh, but Guatemalan tamales by far are the best tamales on the planet. You won't change my mind if you find a, find a Guatemalan, be his friend. Or her friend and then tell them to get you a tamal for christmas or new year's it'll change your life so obviously we ate a bunch of tamales um steven uh my sister's uh husband's also uh british so we kind of incorporate a, a little bit of the some of the things they do too they get like those cracker things where you like split them open they have little gifts inside of them so we uh we did that um but yeah dude the the craziest gift i got um and for context a lot of my family members have been roasting me for the last couple of years because uh, the TV in my living room, I guess, is not big enough. I'm not going to say it's a small <laughs> TV, but it's, it's just TV, I, have really, I have a I have like a really open floor plan in my living room. So my TV looks really small above the mantle. And uh, they would just always tag me in that that meme from the office where Michael Scott is staring at that little TV, and he likes he's like I can stare at this for hours. So they get roasty me, roast me, and of course the last gift of the night, uh, my my two brothers brought in a giant big screen TV that my wife got me. So uh, um, I was happy, but also kind of in the back of my mind, I was like, how much did you spend on this? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Or, or like even even now, right now that you're married, um, and I got kids and married, um, it's all right. Obviously, you're going to be the one that's got to put it up, right? So it's like, oh, great gift! Oh, yeah. like, oh man, I got to do it all by myself. <laughs> they got to have, awesome, they gotta have my dad, and he's a handyman, so he he came right. over and we did it together. All right, um, so we're gonna watch yeah, a Lightning United games at your house, huh? Heck yeah, man! Now, now I, I don't feel embarrassed inviting people over to watch the games. I guess. <laughs> and David always texts you, "Hey, can you bring your TV?" <laughs> yeah, right, right. But uh, but Abner, that's all behind us now. It's 2024, and you know what that means? We're getting closer and closer to the start of the MLS slash Atlanta United season. And uh, I'm honestly Abner. I can't wait. I know right now college football just finished. We got the NFL player uh, uh, playoffs about to start, uh, you know. Which what, when when it, when is the Super Bowl? Like February, February fourteenth. Yeah. So, that's so like, yeah, yeah. So you know, we we ain't got a whole lot of football left. So it's gonna the the focus is really gonna shift then to uh, to MLS and soccer, which is gonna be amazing. Um, Abner, we've got a lot of. Uh, transactions that have happened a lot of rumors going around so i mean i don't think there's any easy way to do this to, to just go through them um i was thinking maybe we could start with who for sure is out right now rumored to be out and then everybody that we're getting in or rumored to get in does that work for you it works man gonna start with the All heartbreaker right. first let's start with the big one man miles robinson 
signed a one-year deal with FC Cincinnati. Abner, tell me how you feel, how you first feel when you when you got this news. So um, obviously, if you guys know, we're both we're both uh, Guatemalan American, right? So we got you know we got for two national teams. So um, I'm gonna I'm attack this as a national team aspect uh, for Miles Robinson. I I don't like it. Um, you know, I was hoping he would go overseas and kind of you know challenge himself. Now where the offers there, who knows, right? Um, because he was coming off an injury, took a step step back this year, but he was still a key part of our team. Um, so in that aspect, I'm not too excited about it. Uh, for national team now for Atlanta United, disappointed, right? Uh, to lose to lose it to another, you know, another MLS team. Um, not even that, but another team that's in your, you know, in your conference that you're going to be facing. Um, kind of tells you like, was he just ready to go? Did we not offer money? Was the offer match? He just wanted to go. Uh, you know, a lot of it is going to come out. And some of it has. So um, yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, because I thought we were going to do everything in our power to try and keep him. Um, him being, you know, obviously we talked about a key ingredient in our defense, a key ingredient in our midfield, and then the key ingredient uh, up top. And, uh, you know, losing that, you know, can de- is going to definitely uh, hurt us. But you know, it's the MLS, David. We said it. That's why we don't get jerseys with people's uh, name and number, unless they're <laughs> MLS legend. And, uh, you know... Best of luck to him unless he plays against Atlanta United. But yeah, I'm d- definitely disappointed, man. I was I was I was sad when I definitely uh, saw the news break out. What about you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Likewise, Abner, and and I think what what the the offer that Atlanta United had on the table for him was a multi year deal, the highest you can pretty much pay him without being a DP. So I think what Miles was looking was obviously uh, you know a situation that would play, put him in Europe. Or to be a DP in MLS. I think neither of those two things happen because he's not a DP for FC Cincinnati as far as I know. Um, so I think the approach that Miles took is that he's going to sign a one-year deal and hope within that one year he balls out that he then then gets the attention to play soccer, you know, internationally um, or in Europe, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so I think that's why he signed with FC Cincinnati. And then, you know, my question would be if that is indeed the case is like, could Atlanta United not have done the same thing, you know, offered him a one year deal, maybe because I think he's actually getting paid less than we're offering him. Um, Or if, you know, if it comes out that no, Atlanta United is like, we want you here for multi year, multiple years or not. And that's why he took the deal with FC Cincinnati. Um, but Abner, either way, it, it sucks because Miles is one of those players that's been um, something consistent for this team. Um, obviously, I think he's a he's a great player. He hasn't been as good as he was before he got injured. But I think that's probably what hurt him to not get that big big move to Europe. Um, but yeah, it's, it it just sucks because yeah, again, like you mentioned, it's a team in our conference. I mean, they're gonna have Matt Miazga and Miles Robinson back there as their center backs. Mm. That's pretty pretty beastly. Nobody's no one's gonna win a header in the box against them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely yeah. <laughs> that too, and that's another thing. That's a great point that you brought up. Is if okay, it's like hey, I'm not, I don't want to do a three year. My plan is do one year and try to go overseas and you know prove myself. Why would we not take the chance? You know, I'm like why why did Atlanta United Carlos Borja not take that chance? Who knows, right? Who knows if that's the story? Maybe he just needed a change of scenery. That could be it too, David. Uh, you know, something. Sometimes when you're too comfortable, you don't 
you're not you, you don't know what your expectation is and your you know what you can show out there so a lot of is what's is but hey we got to move on uh best of luck thank you miles robinson you know i think he's one of the last uh i think last ones other than guzan now that um we won the mls cup yeah i think you're right uh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you're right I mean, I mean yeah we gotta move on it sucks miles we appreciate your services here um you know as a as a line united fan and a u.s based national team fan i do hope he he does well enough to earn a spot in europe because i do think he could um i think he could perform well um over there um, Abner, moving along here, not, not a lot of big news, but Miguel Berry, he, the rights got sold to Galaxy, so he'll be playing for them. That's their problem now. <laughs> hey, they, hey, no, well, honestly, thank you, Barry, for that golazo, because that's, I mean, it's the highlight, but that's it. You mean his 50% goal that he scored? Because I think he was scored like two goals the whole time he was All with right. us. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> I know yeah. our cousin, our cousin was asking me, is this guy any good? I was like, I mean, he hustles. Um, you know, he'll <laughs> He's score cheap. a goal every, like, 17 games. Hey, dude, watch him ball out, bro. Like, whenever we lost Brandon Vasquez. Yeah, you never know. Um, That's true. So, Abner, I'm not sh- I haven't read anything that we haven't already talked about of players being um, out-out. I know there are rumors that um, Santiago Sosa is close to being signed with Racing Club in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, so that looks like it's probably going to happen. Um, another rumor out there is Franco Ivara. Obviously, we saw the big uh, controversial move that happened earlier this year. Um, but apparently, he, they're getting close to a deal with Rosario Central, which is also in Argentina. Um, uh, other than that, Abner, I haven't heard or seen any other movements out of the club. Um, anything you've heard that I didn't mention uh... here? Um, I mean, we did sign uh, Josh Cohen. Um, I oh, know. no, I'm talking about players going out. Oh, going out. Uh, no, the only one that you brought up was Santi Sosa. Um, of course, yeah. um, uh, Alonso is on, you know, he we, he went out, but, he, I mean, he wasn't really. Yeah, I think we covered that. Yeah, I yeah. think we covered that um, last time. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm not too sure. But, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I mean, other than those two, I mean, I think those were, uh, and, and just like other little, like, you know, um, not little because obviously, but like just like uh, Atlanta two, you know, people leaving. Yeah. But that, I mean, other than that, no, I think the major uh, Sosa looking to join Racing and Ibarra to Rosario. So, uh, which yeah. that sucks, you know. I I like Sosa a lot, but I mean, I think um, obviously, you know, that what you're about to bring up. I mean, I think that's that replaces that spot um, easily. Yeah. So, and I think yeah, I think Sosa's best days are behind him. Um, hopefully we can get rid of Etienne. Um, that's another player I want to see gone. Uh, you know, Hernandez is another one that's been up there, but I mean, I guess he doesn't uh, hurt us for depth off the bench. You know, he is what he is. Um, so players that are in, so big announcement that just came, uh, what are you drinking over there? I can hear it. What is it? Oh, water. Look at you. Hmm. Water or is it a yeah? Actually, actually, right now, I think I actually have some cab downstairs. Actually, see if I can uh, have my my maid bring me some up. Um, so hey, I can drink hey, with you. Uh, but yeah, you go ahead. Have sorry. a little bell. <laughs> uh, yeah, hold on. Yeah, I'm drinking a little bit of cab here on a on a, a oh, nice. Tuesday night. Um, so who's in? So the big announcement. Um, Dax McCarty. We picked up Dax McCarty, free agent from Nashville. Uh, we all know Dax. He's uh, he's been in the league a long time. Uh, played with the Red Bulls for a long time. 
uh, cap for the national team. Um, he's a midfielder, plays at primarily as a six. Um, Abner, I love the signing. I mean, I think Dax has been like a, a, a good, solid player for a long time. How, how do you feel about that signing? Yeah, man, two-time MLS All-Star, 466 MLS appearance, uh, midfielder from Winter Park, Florida, yeah. uh, played Hell for FC Dallas. Uh, I think he's about my age, 36. No, that's your age. Damn. Um, played at FC Dallas, DC United, New York, Chicago, Nashville. Dude, this guy's an MLS, uh, MLS legend. legend. Oh, look, at speaking of that, look at this. Oh, you got Cabernet? Yeah, Cabernet, Cabernet. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's, um, I think it's a great side to do. I loved it. Um, I know um, I was reading a lot on the uh, social media outlets and the blogs and everything, and a lot of people found the positivity in this, which is awesome. Uh, which I think that's this is what we were expecting out of Ozzy Alonso, right? Um, someone that's experienced off, on and off the field. And I don't know if you heard the um, interview or whatever he got presented that he believes in, you know, obviously the, the people that we already signed. And he believes that he can actually bring something to us as a Latin United uh, to compete and to win the MLS Cup, which is something I love to hear uh, because it's not just somebody to come into like, hey, you know, just sign me, whatever, kind of just going through the you know through the mls you know whoever wants him he's here to prove himself and he feels like he can still um provide you know not just experience off the field but experience on the field and still provide uh a pivotal point for our midfield so i love the signing dude um you know hats off uh to uh to the front office for this signing and you know obviously there's a lot of meetings that go on with player and coach uh so they had to present it well as well you know so um yeah dude i love it i can't wait to see it Cardi's here to party. <laughs> yeah, and, and Admiral, you know, I, I've talked about this in the past a lot where every strong MLS championship team, including ours, has had these solid core MLS guys. Uh, I think they're crucial. And essentially, you think about our 2018 championship team. We had uh, Michael Parkers. We had, obviously, Nagby. Um, and then we had Jeff Lorenowitz. Who, I don't know if you remember that. We we're like, we were finding another six to replace Jeff Lorenowitz. I forgot who our six was at the time, but he went down and Jeff Lorenowitz played meaningful minutes throughout the season. Oh, and yeah. he just played so well. I mean, I think these guys are crucial. They do a lot of the dirty work that doesn't get the appreciation. And I think Dax McCarty is one of those guys that I could definitely see him playing meaningful minutes and coming up big when we need big moments and big matches. So I'm with you. Uh, I love the signing. Um, other, other, uh, and again, you know, we're we're gonna lose Ivada. I don't know about Roseto, so, um, it, you know, we really do need uh, some strength there at that sixth position, which has always been kind of a weak spot for for us in recent years. Um, other uh, other signings we got in, we talked. This was a while ago, uh, but we haven't covered it. You mentioned it earlier. Josh Cohen, uh, he's an American. We signed from Maccabi Haifa, which is a club in Israel. Um, he's a goalkeeper. Um, I think it's a good good signing that's going to push Guzan for that uh, number one role uh, for goalkeeper. Um, and he also has uh, Champions League experience. So, obviously, that's, that's ah, a huge great to have. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't, uh, besides that, that's all. That, anything you know you want to add to that? I mean, we did re-sign Westberg, too. So, we have that's our third keeper there. So, yeah, uh, somebody that's somebody that's familiar with you know the Latin United, so that's that's a good signing there. Um, Sandy Silva, 
um, getting him. That was huge too. Uh, yeah, let me go down. Yeah, yeah, so, let me go down the list here. So, uh, yeah, so uh, got, got Josh Cohen as goalkeeper. Uh, Derek Williams, we got him in the re-entry draft. So yeah. he was playing with DC United last year. He's a defender. Um, I believe he plays with the Irish uh, national team, but he's also German. Um, and he was playing with Galaxy before that. So um, another another depth piece, um, you know, more off the bench. Um, and then here, Abner, the big the big rumors here to be coming in. Um, Stian Gregerson from mm-hmm. Bordeaux. Uh, he's been rumored to be the center back that we would replace Miles with from Norway. Uh, the what I, the reports I've been seeing is there's a, apparently a two million dollar offer for him. So, uh, you know, don't know much about him, just like how a lot of these signings usually go, but he does play for Bordeaux in the uh, first division in Ligue 1 in France. So uh, that would be the pairing with, you know, I guess at this point, Louis Abram, right? Right. And David, can, um, I'm going to ask you something. Like, obviously, whenever, you know, and this just goes for MLS, it goes for all our other sports teams. When you hear an unknown name that you're not, like, familiar with, um, do you feel a sense of okay, like confidence, like, or does it feel like, you know, oh man, like we're just bringing him in, you know, because you know we just need somebody right to uh, take over uh, Miles Robinson's position. Um, you know, an example with Sande Silva, with Saba, with you know all these guys, we didn't really know much about him till we saw him play. Like, oh, okay. Um, like, do you think that's that's a because usually what we go through Central America to pull. You know, younger players bring them here. Now we're going to like Europe and the League Twos, League the League Twos, a lot of those teams there, and bringing them here to the MLS. Like, how was like, what what kind of like, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel like we're trying to do something as far as like, or are we just kind of plugging in, you know, whatever we can to have a team out there? Yeah, I think what's always been concerning, and this is this is kind of a bigger uh, a worldwide phenomenon where, you know, if you have somebody with Inyo in their name, or if they're of Argentine descent, you know, they cost more money, right? And right. you're expected to be better. And I think we got caught up in that. We're like, hey, let's just sign artists, all these Argentinians. And then you got like, you know, somebody like Piti Martinez. And you're like, I'd rather have Julian Gressel than Piti, even and we're going to play Gressel less or... Um, you know, can you say it'll set that was that much better than like a Jeff Lorenowitz, right? And it's just because get a Lorenowitz isn't sexy, right? These names don't sell. But those are the things that concern me. I think what Atlanta and I are doing is better than now is instead of going for the these young South American unproven players that were like, oh, they're gonna be amazing signings, we're at least going for players now that play in Europe, but they're not like um they're kind of proven players. They've been there for a while. They've been starting for their teams. Like, you know, Shande Silva, Saba Lubanitze. These guys are more older in their careers. So I think you have a greater chance of success. So it's not looking like we're just trying to buy somebody young and sell them for a lot more. Uh, we talked about this in the past. Like, we, I still want to do that to a certain extent. But I don't want it to be our whole ethos as a, as a club. Because I think that's what killed us these last couple of years. I really like the players we've signed now because, you know, Shande, Muyamba, Lobanitsa, for the most part, they've all been pretty good. So I think we just need to build the rest of the core together around that. Um, 
get a better defense. Um, and I think we're we'd be really in that that top echelon of teams competing for MLS Cup. So there's there's my answer to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I well, like well, it. Well, how do you feel? Do you feel the same? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, at first it's like you know, like oh yeah, we're you know, this guy is coming from Central America, it's supposed to be the next big thing. And of course, we uh, South America. We're not even getting that many players from South America anymore. Bad, that, bad, was, that was that was <laughs> MLS ten years ago when you got Carlos Pavon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, from South America. <laughs> uh, from South America, and you know, you read into it. You know, like when Miggy Amiro came, you're like, uh, who, "Who's this guy?" And then boom, we're like, "Oh my god, this guy!" So it's like, okay, let's try this again. And then you're like, I don't want to say failed, but maybe the. It just didn't fit in the system or the coach or whoever it is, uh, because that's a, that has a lot to do with it. Or they couldn't adapt to the style of play. You know, you have Moreno, you have Piti, you have uh, Barco, you have these guys that came in, came out, came in, came out. We're like, oh, yeah, but no. Oh, yeah. But they, it kind of became a same player, same player, same player, like a guy that can dribble right. inside and, you know, stuff like that. And then when we started kind of doing like, okay, we're bringing Gigi, you know, you know, we're like, who's this guy? And then I did research, like, he's a strong center forward. I was like, okay, like, that's cool. We'll see what he does. And then you see the press conference, like, you know, and he sounds very confident. And then you see the production. It's like, oh, awesome. You hear, you know, Saba and Sunday, you hear little things that don't really know much. Just like little things that, you know, Jason uh, Longshore does well with the Lady Night. He'll break down because, you know, of the players. And then you see it on the field, like, oh, okay. And then you kind of see it, you know, obviously a big pivot last season was when those signings came in and gave us, you know, gave us a hope that we were going to do something, right? Um, so, yeah, like, now that we get these signings, like, you know, or these rumors about these guys coming from League, League uh, 2 or whatever, Europe, little, like, not no name. I, I'm, I get excited because I'm like, okay, like, we're finding these gems that fit our system. And that can make us, you know, be better going forward. So, um, you know, I hope this guy works out. You know, obviously, I hope everybody works out. But so far, dude, I'm, I'm liking a lot of the signings. They're very quiet ones, but they're very things that we need. Yeah, they, yeah, they're definitely not going to hit the front page. But I think it's going to make our team better. And another one of the rumors here is, uh, I think his name is Bartos Lees, the midfielder mm. from um, Poland who plays for a Polish club. Another player that's rumored to be in that one to two million dollar range. Again, he's not a big league. He's Poland. He's older in his career, um, but those are the kind of players that you know they're not coming from. You know, uh, you know they're not they're not these old European players that were stars, right? These guys are actually playing meaningful minutes. They're playing in tough leagues um, that I think fits well with MLS. So um, another rumor. We'll see what pans out. Um, those are all the rumors so far that I that I've gone through. You mentioned we we got Quinton Westbrook back. We exercised the option on Shonda Silva, so we'll have him back. Um, you know the big name that we haven't talked about, Abner. You know is what what's what's going on with your boy, huh? Uh, Amala. Yeah. Uh, you know he's waiting for a, a big. You know Atlanta United is holding out for that thirty mil, man. Now let me ask you something uh, because. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, the the uh, January transfer window just opened up. As an Atlanta United fan, uh, do you want it to go ahead, somebody sign him, and then we kind of move on? You rather, you know, let's just say things aren't working out, the right deal hasn't been presented, 
and let's just keep them. But then we're always like somebody at any given time, whether it's in between the season or the summer transfer window, can just pluck Almada up, and then we're going to scramble to try to get that chemistry back with whoever, whatever player we have to replace him. I mean, honestly, I think best case scenario is let's get rid of him. No, I don't want to say it like that, but I would. <laughs> damn, damn. Uh, <laughs> no, I would rather him go in this transfer window than the summer one, uh, because it could cost a lot of. Like you said, we can be scrambling like, oh man, like let's say like we're not doing that well and we lose our best player, right? It's like, oh man, like are we just throwing the season? Or you know, we're doing well. And we lose our best players. Like, oh man, are we going to start, you know, losing now or whatever the case is? Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, who knows how negotiations are going? We still got a long way to go before preseason starts. Uh, but um, if it was up to me, I would rather us uh, sell him and transfer him out this transfer window before the season even starts. Yeah, I'm with you, Abner. I think it's just it's really hard when you just have a question mark, you know, and it's really hard, I think, to build your chemistry with your team when you know at any minute something can happen so i'm with you i hope the right deal comes along that uh is going to be good for line united it's going to be good for armada that he finds a, a place where he can really excel um and you know hopefully it's just a win-win and um you know i think armada does have that that it factor where i mean he could potentially be somebody like the next Messi. i mean i know that's saying a lot but he has he has the tools in the toolbox to be able to do that yeah. I mean, and, right. you know, oh, just one last thing. I mean, obviously we heard the, um, um, you know, when he says he's like, I want to go to Europe now in that interview, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like, dang, like, you know, maybe he's ready to go and maybe we just got to make it happen somehow. Take um, a, take a, you know, a, a, a pay cut or something. Yeah, something. I don't know. But I know they're holding out for that money because, I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to, you know, profit off that. So, I don't know. Who knows, man? Uh, I know his market value right now is like at 27. So, obviously, they that's want about that how, That's about how much mine is. So, we're about the same. Oh, okay, yeah. We, we can just sign <laughs> you when he leaves, right? <laughs> well, different kind of market value. Right, yeah. I can, uh, I can, make, you an, I can make you an Excel sheet. Uh, uh, well, yeah, because like what he says is like uh, what it is what Carlos said. Uh, you know, with Tiago, we created where he would if he would like to stay, and the right offer doesn't come, and the right club doesn't come in for him, then he's okay to stay, and he's happy here. And I think that's great for us. So, yeah, I just don't know if he's really gonna be be here. You know, uh, I just um, rather just but, let's figure it out. Let's yeah. let's go. Yeah, and just to round out this uh, segment here, uh, we did select three players in the MLS uh, Super Draft uh, with pick 19 around one, Jaden Hibbert, All right. um, who is a goalkeeper. Um, and then we selected Javier Atmas, who's a defender. And then we also selected Casper Moles, who is another goalkeeper. So uh, just throwing that out there. You know, you usually don't get a lot of good hits from the Super Draft, but we did get Miles from the Super Draft, so you never know. Um, and I'm not sure Caleb came from the Super Draft. He might have too. So we've had pretty good luck. You never know what these guys might turn into. So 
you know, hopefully nothing but the best. Um, Abner, other notable uh, transfers that I've seen so far. Obviously, we know the big one with Inter Miami getting Luis Suarez. Um, so they are going to be unstoppable. But just to add a little bit more to that, they also signed uh, uh, MLS Cup winner, uh, well, two-time MLS Cup winner Julian Gressel. So uh, that's nice for them. <laughs> um, and then big, big U.S. men's national team, Zach Steffen is coming back to MLS. Um, womp, womp, womp. Womp. Yeah, it was always going to be tough when he got signed for Man City because, uh, you know, no one's getting that starting position. Um, I don't, you know, it's, it's a bittersweet thing because it's like, you know, it'd be nice yeah, let him get his form back and maybe he could try this stuff in Europe, but... I don't know, you think he's probably just cool with just staying with MLS? Yeah, dude, it kind of sucks, right? Because, uh, you know, big club, you know, anybody, yeah. a big club comes to sign you, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out there and try and prove myself, which is not, nothing wrong with that. Uh, but, dude, playing time, that's, you know, you need to play. You, you need to be out there, especially if you're trying to be number one uh, keeper for the United States, you know. You got to play. You got to play games. You know, you got you to gotta get out there and, you know, you know, get those reps in and, you know, unfortunately, it didn't pan out. It didn't pan out of Bort, uh, Bortsmouth, I think he was at. Uh, uh, I thought it was Millsboro, wasn't it? Millsboro. Oh, one he, of those, yeah. He probably, he probably got loaned out twice. Yeah, <laughs> one of those things. And, I mean, he comes back. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping he uh, you know, he gets his rhythm back. He gets his thing. And I think I'm, I would hope that his goal would be to be the best keeper in the MLS, right? Um, you have great ones like Bl- uh, Andre Block from uh Blake, yeah, like from sorry from Union and then I think the some other dudes um, and I think Atlanta United's got a, a, a Hall of Famer goalkeeper too and uh, Brandon Gazan. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, so but yeah, 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 good yeah too. Um, and David, you know how it goes, man. The rich get richer, man. Uh, uh, FC Barcelona Part Two uh, in Miami. Yeah, dude. I don't know how, how they're doing it with Tam and Gam and all that stuff, but somehow they're making it work. Um, also, uh, also going to the Colorado Rapids is Mihailovic, uh, who was playing mm-hmm. with AZ. Coming back um, as well. Yep. He's coming back with the U.S. men's national team. Um, he's still a young guy, so, um, you know, it's kind of interesting that he's coming back to MLS so so soon. Really so, weird. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see, uh, you know, if he decides to stay here. But, you know, in terms for the U.S. men's national team, we like to see players playing in Europe in the top leagues. Um, other notable signings, we had uh, Nicolas Lodiero signed for our favorite team, Orlando Shitty. Um, uh, that's <laughs> that's a pretty big move because he's been with Seattle Sanders for, gosh, man, a long time. So I I don't know. You know, I had mentioned it last year when the MLS Cup playoffs were going on that I was thinking this was Seattle's kind of like last dance with those those players. And uh, this is kind of the first domino to fall in, in, in that that team they had there for so long to get that play together. Um, yeah, man. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how it happens, man. Uh, yeah. Another big move, Kate Cowell uh, going to Chivas in Guadalajara. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like, so that. I like that a lot. And the biggest move of all, Abner, is uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Hagen going to Columbus right. Crew. They yeah. Got him all in, starting goalkeeper. Yes, sir. <laughs> Can't He's got the go fight, man. You got an MLS Cup goalkeeper, or vet goalkeeper. Um, so I mean, he's gonna have to fight to get starting time there. Um, so obviously, I don't know wish any ill, ill ill will to the current goalkeeper for Columbus because he uh, 
I mean, he had a great season, great playoffs, won the championship. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. But hopefully, uh, again, I mean, I think he's a pretty good goalkeeper. Hopefully he gets meaningful minutes this year. And, you know, we let's just see what else he can do. Abner, any other any other uh, findings from the league that caught your eye? Uh, no, nah, man. Covered, uh, I think, covered I think we covered, covered all of them, man. At least the big ones. I mean, obviously... There's going to be a lot more coming up, like you said. The the you know the window is still open, and uh, MLS it's a moving league, man. You, you're going to get players that played at other teams that are going to be new teams. Just you know, like you know, the, like you said, the, it's hard to pay players what you want to pay. Is either you pay all this money for for one guy and take a hit with the younger guys, or try and build something where you're you're at least holding your own right and that's that's a lot of decisions that a lot of these teams in the front office got to make and you know so there's gonna be a lot of a lot of moves that you know we won't see coming it's yeah but yeah I'm, I'm excited man or or you know david beckham and you don't gotta worry about the salary rules yeah yeah that, that that's gonna come back in like in like four years or something <laughs> All right, so Abner, uh, so we've got a, uh, our first friendly coming up, Atlanta United versus Birmingham Legion um, in Birmingham, January 27th. Uh, going to be nice and cold, so, um, you know, not sure if uh, I'm going to be able to go to that one, but we've, we've got one there. I'm sure other preseason games will come out as well. Um, and our, our schedule's out, Abner, so, uh, you know, our first, our first game season game is going to be against columbus crew so we get to play the defending champs that's always nice um that'll be away but our first home home game will be atlanta united versus new england revolution um so um that will open that one up at the bends um abner any other fixtures that caught your eye um i know we we get to play lafc at home um Mm -hmm. and then we also get to play la galaxy away right Um, yeah any 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 anything else that kind of caught your caught your eye? Uh, we get to play St. Louis. Uh, that's yeah, gonna be a fun be... one. I like that one. Uh, yeah, that'll LA, be interesting. Both LA teams. I mean, obviously the uh, the you know the East Coast teams that we gotta you know play um, every year. I mean, I like those. But yeah, dude, LAFC, Galaxy, and uh, St. Louis. I like those. Um, those are gonna be fun fun matchups to kind of test ourselves. Uh, you know, because obviously LAFC is going to be, you know, you know, it's a, it's a top team. Galaxy, you know, their name brings out a lot. Um, their fans are, you know, are getting kind of their way now with a lot of movements that they're doing. And obviously we have cousins that, you know, follow them and stuff like that. And we, we plan on going out there. So that would be, uh, that would be fun. And uh, St. Louis, dude, I'm just excited. Cause like, you know, we, uh, we heard about them. We just never really got to see them. Um, at least, I mean, other than, you know, what we followed, but not against Atlanta United. So, yeah, man, I like it. Federal schedule. And, of course, Inter Miami. Uh, is Messi going to play? Who knows? <laughs> he, he definitely is. I mean, he's got to play. If he misses a Benz twice in um, twice in a row, that'd be we'll pretty great. But, I mean, have you have you seen the ticket prices? Yeah. I mean, I know I'll, you have season tickets. You have yeah. season tickets, but. Dude, we were, um, I was going to try and get some of them. They were like four hundred, five hundred dollars. Like, really? Are you crazy? Like, yeah. it's insane. Dude, Messi got... messed it up for me because last year, because we had the the game, the the package, right, the five or six right. game package, and Miami was already included, so I got it part of my plan. Now 
they made sure that that game is not going to be in any type of plan. <laughs> right, yeah, no, they want to... And uh, this year, you know, as a ticket holder, we moved to the other side. So um, basically adjacent from where we were. So we're going to be... Um, instead on the right side of the uh, supporter session, we're going to be on the left side. So uh, we got three seats now. So David, get ready to okay. beat third wheel. Uh, hey... I will. I especially, I, I got to figure out what I'm going to do about this Miami game. Honestly, it's cheaper to go to Miami to watch Atlanta United play over there. You can't go to and Miami, bro. Cool. There's aliens down there. The portal. Yeah, bro. There's a portal down there in the mall that's going to take you to Antarctica or something, apparently. You didn't hear what happened down there? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Did I miss something? I was like, bro, where have on? you been, bro? I'm, I'm going to send it to you. Apparently, there was some, like a big. Um, all these cops were at these mall because apparently there's teenagers. Oh, I fighting. saw, I saw that the cops, so, but I didn't see anything. Yeah, and people, else you know, that. the conspiracy, you know, conspiracy people are like, yeah, you know, there was a portal, there was aliens, there's this or that. Who knows, bro? <laughs> it's Florida, bro. Uh, Florida State, Florida I'll, in general is a crazy. State. I'll go to watch Messi though. I'll fight. Oh, I'll fight the aliens. Um, all right, I know we're we're getting kind of close here to. Uh, Hitting the forty-minute mark, Abner. But uh, just wanted to do take a, uh, your take on two last things. Um, first, uh, this is something that's been in my mind for a long time because it, it ir- irritates me. But uh, I don't know if you saw, but Gigi Buffon recently said that we should make the the goals bigger in soccer. Weird. And I've always that's weird. It's not weird because too many teams. Okay, so this is what he said. He said back in like twenty years ago. For every like, um, I think for every like twenty shots, there was like three. That you're talking about. For every like twenty shots, I think he said there was like three goals or something. Now it's every like fifty shots. There's three goals. Now I don't doubt that that's because the goalkeeping is better, sure. But the problem too is teams are going to great lengths to park the freaking bus, um, i.e. Iceland. <laughs> Or a lot of these teams, do you literally see the entire 11 inside the 18? And it's like freaking uh, a ping pong when you get in there. You're trying to get a shot off, and it hits three players before it gets to the goalie harmlessly. Um, and I just, I think, uh, you know, I'm not, I, obviously everyone's going to look at them and be like, oh, that's crazy. But the, I think he said the, the, the length of the goals was set like in 1930 or 1950, a long time ago. The game has changed a lot. Teams, I mean, it's when you see games like that where teams are just the whole entire eleven is in the eight, their own eighteen, and the the attacking team is stretching so far, they got to do the right pass, the right movement, and then also make sure they're not caught out. It's just, I feel like it's just not not good for the game. I know I'm probably on my island when I say this, and everyone's gonna disagree with me. I mean, we're starting 2024 already with the disagreement. Okay, let, let, let's take it at this. What if yeah, we you playing, love Costa Rica? I get it. Like, what if we made the basketball goal a lot bigger and you could just throw it up and you make sure there's a goal, there's a you make a basket? No, that's not the same thing. It's I would say, yeah, it, it's same. I would say, like, make so it, my, I would say, but it, it's, in basketball, there's a lot of scoring. No matter what you do, if even if you put five people on Kevin Durant, if he jumps in the air and he shoots, he's gonna get a him. shot off. Nah, I can block and him. unless you're unless you're Webman Yama. He's going to get a shot off. In soccer, it's different. You're not going to get your shot off if there's three defenders in front of you. You're having to do all this manipulation. It's already a low-scoring game. So, um, so yeah, of course. But 
think about it just my my perspective on it right i think about it as a player as a coach and i'm sure you do too my thing is you're playing chess match with the other coach right you're 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 thinking um and even as a player you're thinking okay how can i beat this where where can i find their weakness and how can i exploit uh their defense and yes a lot of people play defensive david uh it's gonna happen uh we see it in the world cup we see it in the big games we see it where teams they know um you know we see in the u.s open cup uh with the light united when we're definitely superior team and the team just you know we we get one go we're gonna you know we're gonna brace ourselves and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just bunker down you know that's part of the game so um i don't know i mean are we talking about like like uh i'm not talking about making it ginormous i'm talking you're talking yeah, about but, inches all right you're talking about uh, inches <clears throat> I think you just keep it enough, insane, enough man. so people can like shoot from outside the box. Look, I get I mean, they should get it. better, get better shooting, bro. Maybe you need to just get practice your shooting, dude. We've we know. Look, when we talk about the professional game, have you seen those cameras that that players have on it, where yeah. like it's from their visual? It's amazing, right? And you see it how fast before you get the ball where a player's on you. I mean, it's when you're talking professional football, the player is on you like that. You have two seconds to make a decision, let alone try to um, go through, uh, beat your defender, get a shot in the upper 90 to beat a six foot tall goalkeeper. But then you also have a row of defenders over here behind them. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying like the attacking team is risking so much more than the team just parking the bus in 18. And then you're having to pull a player down, take the tactical yellow or boom, there are three passes in. And they score a goal or almost on you. Like, I get it. Yeah, you're right. It's it's the game of chess, but I feel like the game has just gotten so much more where it's just like there's when you have the entire team in the 18, like I don't think that's right. David, if their goals were bigger, I'd be I'd be at least could say that I played in the final four for the state of Georgia. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like imagine like the, if in basketball, like if they didn't have the three second rule, right? You can't stay in the basketball in the paint because they know that no one's going to go to the paint if you let some people just camp there. And But in soccer, you don't have that. People could stay in the 18 all day long. You can put your whole 10 in the 18. Yeah, you have the whole 10 player, field players. Yeah, your goalkeeper right there behind there. Um, okay. But let me get off of that because I know we're running <laughs> long here. Last thing I want to talk about because uh, we didn't get to record when this happened. I don't think we did. We didn't talk about the, the U.S. Open Cup, right? No, well, I did. You remember, I did with one of the episodes. I did bring it up and told you that we might be going away from that. Yeah, and... yeah. So, so for everybody that doesn't know, uh, MLS said that they were not going to field their starting players for the U.S. Open Cup. They were going to uh, field team. the reserve players, the, the 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 twos, right? The twos, all the MLS two teams. Um, a lot of uproar. U.S. the U.S. Soccer Federation came back and said, "Hey." We're not going to allow that, which, you know, I don't know how much you can really uh, uh, regulate that because who's to say what's a first and second team player, right? But Abner, first of all, I want to get your opinion on how, how do you feel first about what MLS, the proposal they did? And second, how, how do you feel about how U.S. soccer handled it? Uh, well, obviously, David, this is a money situation. They want the least cup. To take over, right? They want that to be right. the, a better cup. They want that to take over what the U.S. Open right. history has, um, and I don't like it because because of the history of the U.S. Open. It, it gives you a chance. 
that Spain has it with the Copa del Rey. Uh, England has it with the FA Cup. It gives these other teams opportunity. Everybody, everybody has it. Right. It gives you the opportunity to to show the, showcase their talent. You know, like if I'm a general manager and you're you're MLS manager, right, and I'm bringing, you know, a team from whatever, and you feel whatever team you want to feel, great. We're going to come there to try and win, right? We're going to try there and win. Not only that, David, I'm out there even as a general manager, as a coach, to showcase my players, you know, and then next thing you know, you know, let's say one player like shows out, stands out more than anybody on the field. He gets a chance to maybe, you know, try out for an uh, MLS team or move up in the rankings or move up to another team and gets an opportunity there, right? Because, David, like there's so many players that can't make it to the academies or can't make it there because of money, right? Uh, or because of other things that are holding them back. But this is their outlet for them to be seen. Um, and also, dude, like, I just love the fans that are passionate about their those types of teams, you know, that come and play in the MLS. Because I've been to a lot of U.S. Open where we play at the Kennesaw Stadium. Uh, that's one of my favorite matches. Dude, you're so you're so close to the team. Um, it feels personal and it feels like you're, you're part of uh, of them more than you when you're at the stadium um and so i hope not um you know i hope i hope they don't do that um and it, even if mls wants to you know rest the top team but give your bench players some some time you know out there so they can you know get some games in because david it's important for a lot of our players to get time to play so i hope they they come to a solution where you know it's it's how it is and mls clubs just decide to play their reserves that's fine but just don't don't try and sway one way or the other because we know what League Cup was, right? That's a money grabbing. That was all about money bringing, you know, um, the Mexican team. And, and it worked out. It, it, it got everybody's attention. I was watching games when, even when Atlanta United came out, I was still watching games, um, right. you know, because it was interesting. Like, oh, man, a Mexican team versus uh, MLS team. You're going to cheer for MLS. Not necessarily you're going to cheer for that team, but you're going to, you know, like, okay, we want to get at least one up on them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I hope they can work it out where all these tournaments can kind of come together as one. And, you know, because I mean, that's, that's a, that's a trophy. Like, you know, basically taking it out, you're taking it away from Houston Dynamo for them winning it. Was it Houston Dynamo that way? Yeah, I think it was Houston yeah, Dynamo, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, the League's Cup kind of threw a wrench in all this because, uh, yeah, like we, like you mentioned, uh. It was hugely successful, and I think for the longest time, the U.S. Open Cup has really struggled to get the the media attention, uh, the dollars attention, um, and I think that's been the tough thing. But the thing that's crazy about the U.S. Open Cup is, uh, I believe it's the what the oldest uh, one of the oldest soccer tournaments in the world, right? Um, and you know, MLS is so different from the rest of the world when it comes to soccer. Uh, we have playoffs. We don't have pro rel as much as people like. We have an all-star game. Uh, you know, we, we have our games with uh, Liga MX. Like we're very different. But the U.S. Open Cup is something that uh, binded us to the rest of world football because everybody had that tournament. We had the exact same thing. It was old, uh, old as dirt, which gave us like credence. And you had all these clubs, lower division clubs, that would play in this tournament. It was great. And then with the last uh, also like five years of having ESPN Plus and all the streaming sites, now you had all these games that were are so much more available than they were before. 
So I think there, you know, there's time for the, the there's opportunity there for U.S. Open Cup to grow into something that is more popular, like the FA Cup that everybody loves. Um, and I think the League's Cup, even though it is successful, and like you mentioned, like Abner, yeah, the U.S.-Mexico rivalry is huge. But I feel like they're pulling so much from that that they might bleed the well dry where it's not going to be that much fun. Like when you go in the Champions League and you see America play uh, LAFC, right? You're like, well, we already saw that in League's Cup anyways, you know? <laughs> so it's like, right. yeah, the FA Cup, everybody knew, like, if you won serious trophies in the MLS, it was the MLS Cup the u.s open cup and it was a champions league there was a three one now you got the least cup in there that's like you know what's more important the least cup or the u.s open cup you know in my opinion it's still the u.s open cup but now if you're starting to feel weaker squads you know who knows what's going to be the trophy that people want um and i had said this before when the least cup was was going on because i feel like that's part of the reason why messi wasn't able to play against us and why he had it uh he got injured later on they had a, he had, they had a, what five played five or six games in a, a span of like a month. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of soccer, dude. And like I would like either a shortened tournament or maybe you play the group stages now and you do the rest later. Um, but yeah, it's just they want to do so much soccer. They're doing the things that uh, you know it makes sense where the money is at, right? But you got to balance it out, you know. Yeah, and, and I yeah, and I hope they do, dude, because I do love, like I said, the um, Open Cup doesn't get that much attention, but those that know what it is and what it means, it means a lot to those fans, and it means a lot to those players, those clubs, you know that you know they get opportunity, you know, like you know when the, what was it, the Silverbacks were supposed to play Seattle, and they yeah. they you know they got the chance to travel to Seattle, like. That's a once in a lifetime for a lot of these players. So I think I think that's a cool aspect of it. It's just it's a it's very you cool. know you know and so I hope I hope it's, it's also you know, what separates us from American sports too. No other yeah. American sport does this. That's what's yeah, cool no, about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what's different. Like I get the whole you know least cup. I think that was a great idea. I think it, it panned out. I think it did what it's supposed to do. But don't go away and try and do too much and you know take away things that are you know. Or have been implemented and yeah, established already in, in U.S. soccer. So, agreed, uh, agreed. See, all right, Mijo. I know we had a long one, but it's, it was good talking to you. I know it's been a minute. Um, I know it's been a while. It's been a minute. Uh, season's going to be here before we know it. We get to get excited about the new players coming in. How the team is going to mesh well for it. Um. You know, we also uh, we've got uh, you know a crazy summer that we're gonna have the Copa America here. Uh, U.S. is gonna have some friendlies coming up too. We also got the Nations League in March. So uh, definitely now that we're in 2024 uh, and the rumors are gonna keep coming through, we're gonna have more and more podcasts. Uh, so uh, exciting times, my friend. Yeah, man, I'm excited uh, to cover this. Um, you know, Atlanta United, the MLS, and U.S. Soccer. And everything else, a lot of soccer ahead of us, dude. And I'm excited um, to get this uh, opportunity again to uh, run it down. Yeah, finally, soccer is approaching. All right, Mijo, anything else to add? Oh, guys, uh, I know it's been a while since me and David got on, but, you know, um, you know, we're trying, I need mean, maybe once every 10 days, two weeks, I don't know. Uh, just depending what comes out and stuff like that, what we feel that we can cover real quick. Uh, but like David said, the season's coming up quick, so... Uh, Get ready, man, and, and get your tickets, and uh, let's go at Line United. 
ATL, ATL, ATL. All right, y'all. We're out. Peace. Later.